If you're just not tuning in, you are listening to Speak on It, Kurt Dell. I mean, I'm Kurt Dell. Uh, we're talking about this $30 million um, Biden administration has given to supply crack pipes and to have a safe place to use drugs. But also, um, I'm, I'm just curious on how they going to do this where it's going to be beneficial are they helping these folks get off drugs are you just going to get them a safe place to get drugs and then also you got to look at it like this uh when you're dealing with with um uh crack a lot of time it's a group of them come together and smoke crack. It's not just one person. Normally, it's a group of people that will come together and smoke crack. And normally, it's probably going to be a fight. Uh, somebody hit it more than somebody else. It may be a fight. So, I'm just kind of curious how is this program going to work? How is it going to benefit people? And here it is. We have kids going to bed hungry. Mm. Yeah, we have kids going to bed hungry. They don't know where their next meal is coming from. We have um, when when virtual learning or or, uh, school is out, we have school districts trying to provide meals for kids because they don't the parents don't make enough money to provide food for them. Sometimes the school is the only meal that a child may get. So I'm just trying to wrap my head around it, see how providing crack pipes and safe place to smoke your crack and uh all of this, I personally uh feel like it's gonna be a bigger issue. For the simple fact, you providing all this place for them, but what about the help to get off of it? That's what I'm concerned about. Because if if a person gonna go to a safe place where they won't get arrested, they can smoke their crack, do whatever they want to, then what? And we, we've seen the shows we've seen in some of our neighborhoods um, where, where a person that is addicted to crack, they would do anything for a dollar to get that next bump. So how is that going to help the community? I'm, I'm just curious about it. Um, that's my opinion about it. I'm, I have questions about it. What is the the thought pattern of what is the final outcome of this? Because if you provide in a safe way, yeah, I know it's going to be uh, some people happy about it. Because that means if they got a safe place, the crackhead can go smoke it. Guess what? That mean they sales finna go up. 
But how is that helping that community? How about these these community where the closest grocery stores three or four miles away are longer and they don't have the transportation to get to the grocery stores? How about that? I'm I'm just curious about all of this. But this is my opinion. I'm I'm wondering how's all of this gonna play out. I would like to know answers because um just throwing 30 million in it, I don't see uh, 10 million a year for the whole US to provide these services. I don't see that's enough money. And then what is the final outcome that you're looking for to do these type of program? 30 million can help uh, uh, a lot of people out. A lot of kids don't have to go to, go to bed hungry. I'm just saying. So that's my opinion. I want to know how you feel about it. You can call in. 972-591-3665 if you call in please do not block your number i get about 60 spam calls every day yeah talking about medical health care asking me if i want to connect with a uh a, a operator on the voicemail so i don't do spam calls so if uh you want to call in that's fine um also we're going to talk about canada a little bit wish my brother from canada was in the house uh radio chaos uh, i know he will have more information on it since he's up in canada and the protest that is going on up in canada um about the mask mandate and it's um i've seen the news last night about it uh the trucks have stopped in the middle of the road and from what i seen a while ago they really don't have um uh they don't have an end to it because i think the tow truck companies are not working with officials to remove those vehicles and that's an issue too now i know that at one point it was a um uh a guy that was running up in canada um i think for um i forgot what position he was going for but he was more like um I want to say it was the prime minister. I'm not quite sure, um, but he kind of uh, marketed himself after Trump. And I don't know if this is another stunt uh, that he's doing, encouraging about the mask mandate. I'm not sure what it is, but if you are up in Canada and know more information about it, definitely let us know because uh we need to know um there's a lot of stuff going on up north so uh the protest and um i believe i even seen one truck with a confederate flag on it 
yeah. Um, so it, it's kind of crazy up in Canada right now with all the protests that the mass mandate and Canada have been pretty strict when it came down to COVID. Um, radio had told us several times on the show that uh, Canada don't don't play around with with COVID, and uh, they have some stricter laws. Where I know at one point my wife and I was thinking about visiting Canada, and uh, we was informed that if we did. We need to make sure we have plenty of time because we will have to quarantine, I think, for like three days. And if um, then uh, we had to take a test every day or something like that, it it was crazy. So we said, no, let's not do that. Um, We'll come back and visit that later on. But I'm I'm just kind of curious about what's going on up in Canada and and, um, how everything is coming out. But also, uh, don't get it twisted. I know here in the States, um, in DFW, they're saying our numbers, our hospital stays are going down. Uh, the numbers have dropped, I think, over $1,000, uh, over, not $1,000, but over 1000 uh, gone down by 1000 over the last week as for... Uh, hospitalization here in the in the DF in Texas, um, or in DFW. I'm sorry, but COVID is still alive and well. Um, I was talking to someone last night that informed me that um, they lost a um. um informing that they lost a loved one due to COVID. Um, And they said the problem is the whole time they said they was, they had the vaccine, they taken it. But it came back that they did not get the vaccine. They admitted on their deathbed. They didn't get it. So we have people lying about it, saying they don't trust the vaccine. And unfortunately, with COVID, it affects everybody differently. Some people have it worse than others. Some people without the vaccine have it worse than others. Some people may not be that bad. And some people may be real bad. But the thing is, um, you have to do what you have to do to protect you and your family. Because COVID is real. It's real. Like I said, back in December, I was exposed um, and had all the symptoms never test positive had the symptoms never test positive and and after about a week i was feeling better um my wife ended up testing positive i still test negative 
but she tests positive. Both of us had the vaccine, both shots. Uh, since then, I've had my booster. So, um, but it's it's different because here it is. Luckily, um, we've always take our vitamins. Um, try to make sure our immune system is is straight because we both work with the public and we have to protect ourselves. And that's what we did. So during that time, and I would tell anyone, if you had those symptoms or if you're feeling sick, now check with your doctor. I'm not a doctor, so don't, don't take my advice. I'm telling you what my wife and I did. Um, even though we had the symptoms, we made sure we drank enough fluid, kept fluid in our body, uh, mostly water and, um, uh, different type of juice with a lot of vitamins in it. And we also made sure we ate, even when we didn't feel like it, we forced ourselves to eat. We did not lay around all day long. We forced ourselves to get up, move around. No matter how tired we felt, we constantly move around. Got up in the morning. I would cook breakfast. Um, we we eat breakfast. We wouldn't, even though we was tired, we would not go lay in the bed. Uh, we stayed up. Um, we forced ourselves to, to exercise during that time, which helped us too, because, um, it make a difference. But if you just laying around, you, that give that virus time to, to set in your chest and then you start having issues. Um, so we, we did all of that, made sure we stayed on top of it. Uh, when we took our showers, um, I would tell people all the time to, even before COVID, I always did it, thanks to uh, a friend of mine from back in the days. Um, she actually told me years ago, um, if you have a cold or something, let that hot water run on your back. It'll help break all that mucus up and it'll come up. So I've been doing that for over 20 years. And that's um and that's what you should do. If you had the symptoms, you should definitely uh uh you should definitely um uh, do what you have to do to protect yourself. Uh Freedom Channel, uh thank you for tuning in. Been a while since uh since you've been here. Um are you defeating Biden on this one? Well, you came in late, so normally I tell you go back and watch the show, but you should go back and watch it anyway. Um, I don't understand what's the purpose of it. It's kind of like you saying it's okay to use drugs, and I don't agree with it. I think um, it should be. I think it should go to um, more of a uh, uh, rehabilitation 
to help get them off of drugs. So, and and you got to read between the line because uh, Trump signed that bill about the opioid crisis uh, about a, a couple of years ago, I believe, and he signed that bill. Now, it they start calling it an opioid crisis and reading the press release, I believe I said it was December the 18th when it came out, they mentioned opioid in there quite a bit. So I think this bill is basically for the opioid community, for the ones that use that, and they just said crack pipe to make it seem like it's going to the black community. But $10 million for the entire United States per year for the next three years, that's just not enough money to do a war on drugs. It's not. And to provide supplies uh, for that, I don't think it's enough because you're providing them the necessary tools to use the drugs. But what about the tools to getting them off of these drugs? That's what I have an issue with. Uh, because I'm like this. I do not support no one habit. I don't support nobody habit. I remember years ago, uh, I had an associate come to me and ask me for $20. Um, which I know if I gave it to them, I wasn't going to get it back no way. But they said that twenty dollars was to give me a ten dollar bag of weed, some cigarettes, and five dollars for gas. Well, that tell me your priority is wrong. And I'm not finna support someone happy. If I would have gave them that twenty dollars that would have been supporting their habits. I'm not supporting it. If you have a habit, you need to be able to support your own habit. I won't support that. So hopefully that answers your question. Um, I know you like to come in and do a tight bind and roll on out, but that's cool. Um, but... I don't see the outcome in this, and I think it's mainly a situation where they're going to be focusing more on opioid than they are on crack cocaine. I just don't. Crack been around since the 80s. Reagan war on drugs. That was all about the crack cocaine. Um Say no to drugs. That was all about the crack cocaine. But since the 80s, it's still around. I think it was early 80s, 85, something like that. It's still around. But they never had a, a far as I know, they never had a, a resource like this. It's easy to put lipstick on a monkey and say oh this is a beautiful woman but at the same time you can do 
a program and say, oh, this is for provide crack pipes, but then you use that money for other things. The headlines say crack pipes. Kids are, and they thinking about doing injection sites. I don't understand the logic of that. Yeah, it provided them a safe place, but what's the ultimate outcome? You're going to have to pay someone to, to sit there and and watch them as they smoke this crack or as they inject meth or heroin in their arm. And the thing is, what's the ultimate outcome? What about the benef- the health of the personnel that have to be there to watch it? Because if someone go in cardiac arrest and um, they have to go in there and help them, what about the fumes and all of that that is in the air? I don't see it. I don't I don't understand the logic of it. So um I don't think it's a good idea. I think it's one of those things that's a cover up. They say it's for crack pipe to please the black community or the low income community, but in reality it's um is to benefit other areas, other drug use. So I don't I don't think it's a good deal. But that's why it's important for us to vote, because we have a leader we put in those positions that are gonna authorize this, and guess what? It's nothing we can do about it. And that's all to it. Nothing we could do until election time next time. And then we show them that, hey, we're uh, not dealing with this no more. So I think you just did a drop, a type by, because you haven't responded. So I assume you just did a type by and kept on rolling, which is cool. Um. Uh, I believe you mean for uh, meth head they're considering having a safe injection um, injection um, spots also uh, so I know you said merch head uh, are you talking about shopper heads because I know people be shopping um, so they are Looking at having safe haven for the injection spots. Matter of fact, New York have um, have a safe haven for um, for people that use heroin and other drugs. Um, they opened theirs back in November of last year. It said the first official authorized safe haven for people for people to use heroin and other narcotics have been cleared to open in New York City and hoping to curb overdose. The Mayor and Health Commission said Tuesday, the Overdose Prevention Center, commonly known as Supervised Injection Site, has been discussed for years in New York and some other U.S. cities and always exists in Canada, Australia, and Europe. I wasn't aware of that. 
uh, a few unofficial facilities have operated in the city for some time, allowing drug users a monitor place to partake. Um, it say that the facility saved lives by recognizing the reality of drug use and providing a place where users watch for signs over there, which claim a record number of lives in the city and nation last year. I'm proud to show um, cities in this country that are that 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 are that after decades of failure, a smart approach is possible. Um, so, yeah, they have them in New York. So, I don't know. Uh, I I asked where is radio too. I might need to check up on them. Send them an email. Um, I need to know that myself. TK said I want to know what they do in Canada and if it works. So, um, um, so I'm curious about that myself. With radio, I know with all the protests going on about the uh, mask mandate, uh, he—I'm not sure where he's at. Uh, I think he came—he came on last week. So, uh, but this protest been going on for the last three or four days, I believe. And it's uh, gaining speed. So I would definitely like to have more information on that and see what's going on. Um, and um, hopefully if he catch the show tonight, he can always um, uh, come on tomorrow and talk about it. Because sometimes he may work late and then he'll catch the rerun later on. So he could be doing that too. And hopefully if he's catching the rerun, he can um <clears throat> come on tomorrow and let us know uh what's going on up in Canada and also about the uh the uh program Canada have about the injection, um the safe injection. Uh TK said, Oh yeah, I forgot about that. You definitely may need to check on him. Yeah. Um and uh, I should have uh, sent them a message earlier and uh, to see if he was able to come on the show and talk about it tonight. So, but I I hit him up once I get out, shoot him an email, and he'll uh, he'll normally respond pretty quick. So, uh, but then it's no telling what's going on. I'm not sure what area he lives in. If it's close by the protest, I'm not sure. But tensions is very high up in Canada. And I would just say, um, right now, this whole world need peace. Because what's, what's going on overseas, Canada, going on with Russia and, and countries up there, it's crazy right now. And everyone is on the edge. So I would just ask for peace for everybody because right now it's it's crazy as hell uh to be honest with you but uh please do not forget um uh, it, it early voting starting next monday um so that's a good thing now i will say this um um 
here in Dallas, um, this just came out uh, today. Um, I'm going to try to read it real quick. I may not have time, but um, hold on. Let me do this because I'm not going to have time. Hold on. Um, 